Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. I'm your co-host. We're all friends here. With me as always, Mr. Adam Beebe. What's What's your weird story? story? I'm doing well. Thank you, Barry. We are here for your weekly installment of The Weird. And uh, today we've brought back one of our uh, former guests, and uh, he's, he's been uh, kind enough to make some time during these weird, weird COVID-19 times. Uh, he set aside some time for us to get together again, and we were welcoming back Anthony to the podcast. That's right. Anthony is back, and he was uh, he he felt that he had more to share and that he could do better, I guess. But you know, he did great on his first yeah, episode. He did great, but he felt like, nah, I can take it. I can step it up a notch. I can bring it. My game can be better. Now he is. He's he's back, and he is going to. He's got some cool stuff for us, man. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I, I'm I'm you know when he when he told me he's like, man, I want to get back on there. I think I can do better. I'm like, dude. You know, we we uh, we do what we do, and our conversations meander like they do. Uh, and yeah. uh, so, we had a great time, and he's got some great stories. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah that uh, that's always it's always one of the great and fun, pleasurable things about here. Whenever we just start, we start on our subjects, the stories that our guests have, and we just kind of you know let things happen organically and grow, and conversations will go to unknown places and it's just it's fun so you know um so that's what we've got for you today (laughs) yeah for sure and we hope that everyone out there is staying safe and um you know doing the things that they we need to do to get through this thing uh wash your hands yep you know uh, six feet away from each other don't hog all the toilet paper please Yep. Yep. Be be kind. Just be kind and thoughtful for your neighbors. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. one thing that we generally are doing pretty good. But you know, be considerate of other people and their health because yeah. you know you may be healthy, but it's somebody else that you might could get sick or, you know, or just everybody avoid getting sick in the first place. That's the best. Exactly. So. Exactly. And, so, yeah, I, and so, I, you know, my wish is that this podcast um, it gives people sort of a sense of the normal, <laughs> even though what we do is not normal at all. Yeah. Uh, but but it's um you know we wanted to try to keep this thing going uh, no matter what through through uh these crazy times so that people have something to do and listen to and um you know we know people are home bored and trying to make up things to do and maybe this is one of those things that you can do yeah yeah or you know and think about um joining us and being on the show. That's yeah. another thing you could do just like Anthony did here, break up the board and break up the routine of the isolation and uh, tell some stories and, and engage in some interesting conversation that just happens. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, with, with that being said, let's, let's get over to Anthony and get it going. Anthony, what's your weird story? All right, man. Um, the coolest, craziest at this time thing that happened, it was, um, in uh, Enid, Oklahoma, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard the, you know, what do you call it? Uh, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yeah. Um, yes. We love that. Yes. Okay, so <clears throat> there is. 
I tried to look it up actually earlier and I couldn't find anything, but I think it was in 2002 or 2003, uh, me and, uh, two of my buddies, uh, we were hanging out and you, I, uh, do you know where the, uh, splash zone is at? Yeah. 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 The splash zone is a very, it's a condensed version of a water park that resides in our small town here. Yeah. It's where the kids go in the summertime to get some water and some sun. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess they closed it, um, during the winter, of course, but, um, it used to have like other things in there that you can hang out and do, but Uh yeah, it was was a pretty, pretty rad, um, water park back in the day. So at, the splash zone right before you get into the parking lot, there used to be, I don't know if there still is, but there used to be a trailer park, just a small little, um, I don't know, maybe 10 to 15 little trailers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of my friends used to live there and behind, I don't believe anymore, but behind splash zone, there used to be a wooded area. And, which was pretty odd because I mean, now you kind of see it. I don't even think there is any woods. I think they pretty much cleared it all out. Um, so one night, uh, another friend, we were all just hanging out at this guy's house that lived, um, by splash zone. Uh, he was like, Hey man, did you know there's an old railroad track behind here? And we're like, no, there isn't. You know, and they're like, yeah, man, let's go check it out. Well, during the day, uh, <clears throat> I, I guess he like read something about it or something because he was all like, you know what happened here? And so we, we walked, felt like a couple miles, but we walked through all these wooded area mm-hmm. and, and, uh, um, we found, there was no railroad tracks, uh, I believe, to the north or south, but there was a small little bridge that still had the railroad ties. Like the, mm. <clears throat> it didn't have it. You know, it didn't have the the any of the rail. It was already taken up. Right. But just in this little small little bridge had a little creek running through. Most bizarre thing I've ever seen in Eden. <clears throat> so he was like, you guys, I've read about this and there's some type of folklore. I'm pretty sure, Barry, you've heard of the uh, uh, the cemetery that's around here that's got the glowing skull. Yeah, I, th- I believe so, man. Yeah. Tell the people well, about that. The, tell, the, tell the folks about that. That, that one, um, all I remember, I haven't really, it's been years, but all I remember that a certain time of night, um, there's so many things about it. Certain time of night, there's a skull or the headstone of the certain grave it has a skull on is supposed to glow at and um some people say it's you know the position of the moon other people say it's the spirits ghosts i know that we went out we tried to go out there and there were some people out there that started yelling and screaming at us and we were young so we're like dude let's get out of here and uh <laughs> yeah we i mean we didn't know so we just we booked it so i never saw it but this uh, little railroad bridge is kind of like that. There's a little story there is um, that's surrounding this bridge and supposed to be haunted. Okay. 
a cool thing about it is, um, like you kind of had to go looking for it. So mm-hmm. one night after watching, uh, Blair Witch Project, uh, me <laughs> and the, you know, my two- beginning of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it came out at the time. It was like two years old and still, you know, I liked it. I thought it was a good yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we took a camera, you know, one of them dinosaurs that my buddy had, um, the one that goes over your shoulder. And we were walking, you know, and of course we're going through the wooded area. And <clears throat> but anyway, um as we're going, you know, towards the uh, little bridge, little railroad crossing, you know, he's got that old dinosaur on his shoulder, and uh, <laughs> uh, the buddy of mine. Uh, <clears throat> and we're recording VHS. It's not, you know, anything compact. It's a VHS yeah. recorder. You yeah. know, oh, so this is old school, yeah. fifteen yeah. pound cam, pretty big, yeah. That, uh, yeah, yeah. And this other guy, he's, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, we're going through and he, you know, uh, another, the other friend, he was, uh, uh, telling the story and the story is that there was, uh, three girls, some say sisters, some say friends. And they went while the bridge was, I mean, while the railroad was actually a railroad at the time, uh, they went on the bridge and did the light as a feather, stiff as a board. And wow. of course, what that is, I mean, I'm pretty sure the the guys know, like everybody knows, like you put like what three fingers, I believe, and then you I say, I think it's two. You, you form in a circle around. It's usually from. This is how I know of it. Um, okay. Well, and this is what I know of it, not how, but what I know <laughs> of it. It's usually, it seems to be a thing that is done almost exclusively at preteen and tween uh, yeah. little girls' sleepovers. Um, and where the little girls will have like two fingers uh, and they'll put them, they'll all gather around one little girl, will lay on her back and close her eyes and put her hands over her chest like a, you know, like a you know, funeral, you know, burial mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they'll, Stick their hand, their fingers underneath their girl, and they'll start slowly trying to lift her, chanting "Light as a feather, stiff as a board." Light as a feather, stiff as a board, and it's supposed to, you know, like lift the girl off the ground, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so you know because it's some kind of I don't know witchcraft or maybe yeah, witchcraft, some right. kind of in- incantation, urban myth, you yeah. know, something like that, but. We've had people swear by it, you know, that it happened just like Bloody Mary. Right. So, you know. Yeah, that's, you know, it's such a, I don't know. Like to me, I've never, you know, I've never done that. I've seen, like, I think I said on the last one, I think I've seen Ouija boards and Mm -hmm. seances and stuff like that. And that stuff I do not touch. Um, So, the story goes, the girls did that and they put their fingers under, well, they lifted her up and it was just enough that she went up off the ground and they freaked out. And she, when they freaked out, they took their hands 
and then they dropped her and she fell, mm-hmm. hit the, uh, the bridge and then fell into the Creek and hit so hard that she passed away. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> we were there, you know, I don't know, probably a good 30, 45 minutes. And every time, you know, like my friend, I think he was trying to, you know, kind of get my other friends like, Hey, did you, did you hear that? Or did you see that? And my other friend, he was, you know, very logical is all that, you know, whatever, that's just something or that, that was already there or, you know, and, uh, we finally get, you know, like I said, we finally get to the, the place and we're talking about it and we all hear something and we're just quiet for about a good two minutes we started to whisper and on the video. And once again, I wish I had the evidence, but of course it's old. So yeah. Uh, on the video, you can hear a whispering and then we stop and you could see all of us. He has the, this massive thing turned around and you could hear other whispers and then none of us are moving. Mouths are moving. We had to stop and rewind. Stop. We were doing that for at least two hours. Wow. Trying to wow. figure out. Wow. Yeah, it was it was so um it was so like exactly. Like you get you got goosebumps, <laughs> you got chilled out. So after that, now we go back into the time we're actually recording it. You know, we're still whispering and everything. And then I can't remember if I heard or if a friend of mine said, a friend of mine that was there, he said, you know, he heard a scream. But you ever get, I'm pretty sure you guys have ever gotten that feeling where you just, no, I can't be here right now. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, yes. that feeling of something mm-hmm. not right and yeah. I need to leave. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. And I'm at the time, you know, you got two other dudes and like I got this feeling like I cannot be right here, but I'm trying to stick it out. And then my other friend said, hey, let's go, man. This is this is such a, a dud. There's nothing going on. So we start walking and then you hear other things going on. Now your mind's starting to play tricks on you as we thought. So you're like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. We start running back. When we start running, we felt like someone was trying to play a trick on us, even though we were the only three that like talked about it. We never told anyone where we were going. We kind of snuck out of you know uh, my friend's house, and I think like it felt like as we were running back, it felt like not literally chasing but it felt like it was driving us away like kind of like you know yeah you don't need to be here right now yeah well anyway as we're getting back we we put the tape in the vcr or no 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 he had the the um the cords to hook up to his tv Mm -hmm. and you know we get we're watching the whole thing and then we get to that part where uh, we're whispering and then, you know, my buddy turns the camera around and he's holding it 
and we're just kind of looking around and you could hear it clear as day other people whispering and wow yeah you hear that and then you hear also the scream that my friend heard we didn't the other like me and the other guy we didn't hear it but he said you know he heard something Uh uh-huh so that so you heard something that i wouldn't so you heard this so then you heard the scream on the thing in the yeah on the video yeah wow yeah so it it's really something like i don't know to me it's really cool to 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 go back i'm gonna try and see if i can get um if i could go over there i mean i may even go over there later on i don't know but um living here and with all you know the stuff that you don't hear you know you hear what was it um booth said that he was shot here right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that i mean that that's a that's a myth that i think has been pretty well debunked but uh i think so too man but it's still a cool part of enid's history man yeah um well it's it's not 100 percent debunked but i mean it's pretty likely that it wasn't him likely yeah yeah but still, for it's those of you, and again, for those of you who don't know, Enid, Oklahoma is where they're mm-hmm. talking about where Barry and Anthony live. Um, at one point, there was, um, according to legend, we'll say, because we don't know how uh, factual it all is. Yes. But there was a man who uh, was who claimed that he was um, uh, on his deathbed. He claimed that he was John Wilkes Booth. Right. That it was not him who died the night that they that they claimed right. that they killed Booth. Um, that it, he had escaped and it was somebody else. Yeah. And he had lived his life out and he had ended up in Enid, Oklahoma. Yeah. He rent, he rented a little room downtown uh, upstairs and mm-hmm. in, in one of the old, now that's a furniture store. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That, um, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. One, one little cool piece of history there, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the disembodied voices, man, are always something that really intrigues me. I, I just yeah. that that stuff is and the weird thing is that you know the one you know one of one of your friends hears it but then two of you don't so it's like is he tuned in to some f- frequency there or or you know it's just so weird man that 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 would happen and then and then it's confirmed when you listen back to it and you hear it it's like damn man yeah his, yeah. his reaction was obviously like Barry said, like, you know, he's got some kind of, like, I guess, perception or something. Something, he's, he's, yeah. He's there getting, he's somehow getting that information. And it's, I think that adds to the whole freakiness yeah. of it because of the fact that he heard it, you guys didn't, and then mm-hmm. you hear it right. on the recording. And just the fact that you hear it, you yeah. need it all on the recording in, it, in and of itself. It's, yeah, it's one of those things to get the feeling of you got to get out of some place, you know. But then to yep. get that reconfirmed with like there's mm-hmm. actually voices and shit that are being, I don't know, man. That is just, uh, I, I don't know what to say about that. It's another, it's another level when you, <laughs> especially when you know you know that okay, this isn't. This is abnormal. This is supra. Like it's a whole nother level. Yeah. You know, you get to a point where you're, I think I even said this last time, your mind wants to take something and look at it. You're like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Logically, logically that can happen. Right. But yeah. you don't know. You really don't know. That's why like this whole, 
taking DMT, you know, our body creates it and right. all that. But right, you know, you just don't know. And yeah. when I remember when we first we first heard that, like I could not believe that that kind of stuff was around me. And that's kind of one of the first thing, like even before I did all the ghost tours and, uh, and, uh, you know, all the other things, that was actually one of the first things I've ever got to do. Um, that was kind of like just me and a couple buddies, you did know, you, what happened to uh, that videotape, man? Do you still, do you know if it's around? Well, and that's funny because I actually got a hold of uh, about an hour ago of uh, the friend that actually told the story. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, I asked him if he knew where the guy that had the, the camera. And he's, I haven't, the last time I talked to that guy was in 2009. And he, it was even further for him. Right. He hasn't talked to him in years. So, yeah. I mean, who uh, honestly, it could have been. It was it was at his parents' place, so it could have been either yeah. stored or right. anywhere. I sure. just all of the uh, other stuff. I wish I would have grabbed, you know. Um, right. But yeah. you know, like I said, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm probably gonna go check it out, and you know, you uh, should man, you should go back there. See man. if I can, yeah. See if I can find because, like I said, I don't believe there's a wooded area there anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it's a housing district, right. but. I mean, I don't know. There may, there may, it may still be there. Well, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, the residual, if that's what it is, a residual thing going on there, I would imagine it mm-hmm. would, you know, still be, you know, connected to that. I don't know. I, that's just my guess, but yeah, man, that's I wild. Think, so like it, and, and to me, I don't know. I, it's like, have you ever seen the movie Constantine? With Keanu Reeves, yeah, yeah, one of is one of my favorites. I really like that because it kind of put it in perspective. Now you know whether you believe or not, but it kind of put it into a perspective where you know there's certain type of people whether they're there to help or to deceive, right? And like when you go into what happened, you know the feeling of uh, we shouldn't be here. Yeah. You kind of wonder, you know what I mean? You kind of wonder, like, what is that realm? You know what I mean? Like, what, why is that even there? You know, when right. I got into, a, I got into a car wreck in 2005, and I swear it was just, it was just me, but right. I swear up and down on everything that I have, mm-hmm. I swear that there was someone sitting in the seat next to me as the i was having the car wreck wow you know it's just one of them yeah it's just one wow. of the things where you get the feeling like i can remember right before i can remember the feeling of being tossed in the air right and then i can remember a figure sitting next to me going through it and then waking up with the car on the passenger side wow and I mean, it's, that's what I mean, man. One of the, one of the things that you get, you, you just, you go through life, you know, you're in this insane, unstable moment yeah. and it's something massive. And you, you don't, at, at the time I didn't really, I didn't really think about it, but I remember sitting, you know, laying in the hospital bed over and over, like what happened. And it, 
it was only me that was in the car wreck. It was no one else, right. no other car. It was just me. And, yeah. you know, you're sitting over and over thinking about what's going on. What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. And then I start thinking about, I could have swore I could have. There was someone there. There was someone sitting next to me. I mean, you could say guardian angel. You could say, you know, whatever. But right. I definitely, I definitely knew that when I came to hanging from my seatbelt and when I was able to stand up, I knew that you're lucky to be alive. Exactly. It wasn't my time. Wow. Wow. You know, man, that that's, I don't know how many times I've plugged this, but I I keep referring to the left eye Lopez documentary uh, about, (laughs) (laughs) I think this is about the fourth or fifth time I've talked about it on this podcast, man, but it's such a fascinating documentary, man. And, And right before she dies, it's videotaped and she's, leading up to her death she feels that death is coming and she keeps right. saying that like i'm going to die soon and uh and then she's driving down the road man in like in like the middle of nowhere in honduras and her freaking car flips goes off the road and freaking flips and killed her oh, man. Killed, killed her and two of her passengers or something like that like everybody in the car died or maybe one person survived i can't remember but the videotape is still still there it's the spookiest thing dude it's one of the spookiest documentaries i've ever seen it's just it's just like it's just wild it's wild oh man i didn't even know that i didn't know that was like you need to watch it sometimes people can dip into that you know oh man Um, well she moved to honduras to get she was what was she into man she was into voodoo or she was into um um Oh gosh, what's the one? What's the other? Um, Santeria. Santeria. One of those, you know, we, you know, oh. offshoots uh, or something. But she got way into it. She moved to Honduras because there's a real strong spiritual pulse there. Santeria there. And so, yeah, so crazy. It's wild, wild. She was a wild chick anyway, man. Remember she mm-hmm. she, she torched her boyfriend who was the wide receiver for the the uh, Falcons oh, at the yeah, time. Torched his house, that, yeah. man. Burnt oh, his shit man. down. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it, it, like I said, it's such a bizarre thing. Yeah. When, you know, you go through life, everything is just in front of you. And yep. then something, you go through something that is completely, you know, you don't necessarily want to say life changing, but also it's just, what's the word? Like, un. You can't you can't figure it out. Right. To me, I don't want to figure it out because it happened. It was at the right place at the right time. I felt at peace. I mean, now I do, definitely. Right. Because right. I mean it, it's just a it's just something that was there. I mean, I don't know. It, it it's such a it's too much. It's yeah, yeah. too much, too big. Yeah, and I get it. You know. Everything I got right now is in front of me, you know? Right, right. That's amazing. I think that you can say that being in a surviving a wreck like that is, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a traumatic. And that can definitely be a life-altering event that changes your perspective on things. Because all of a sudden, you know, you are uh, being... You're given perspective 
about mm-hmm. how yeah. lucky you are to be alive. Yeah. Because and and knowing that it could have ended, and you dodged that bullet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. You were your your so, toe your toes were dangling off the cliff there, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I'd like to say my ear was because it almost got ripped off there. They, they had to take eleven. Yeah, so they had wow. to take eleven stitches on it, and I was just like, man. And like I said, was lucky that, to be alive. Was that the worst of it? Um, I got, no, actually I got six staples in my head. Um, what happened? I, they say I fell asleep. Um, I was actually going to see my, uh, my ex-wife, uh, graduate in 2005. Mm -hmm. Uh, I drove from Enid and I was going to New Mexico. Supposed to be 11 hour drive. Well, it was in May. I had this car that didn't have any AC. I think I had a heater, but didn't have any AC. And, um, I got, I remember having a headache and the next thing I know I was driving down the road. Next thing I know, I went to go change the radio station and I look up and I'm on the median and on the road. Wow. On the interstate 20 going to, uh, in Texas, going to, uh, New Mexico. Okay. And then. I tried to, like, you know that feeling you get when you jump, like something happens and you kind of just jump or you you get that scared feeling. Like, I jumped, but I tried to slowly turn um, right to get onto the road. Well, something jarred my tires, and I was about to go hit a fifth wheel. And so I had to... <clears throat> I had to jerk my tires or I had to jerk my wheel to go left. And then when I hit left, from what I understand, I hit that median so hard because it was kind of one of them ditch medians, right. you know, like it's all grassy, but I hit it so hard and it flipped up in the air and I landed Wow! on the, yeah, the passenger how fast, side. How fast? That, wow. I mean... Uh, over there it's 75 i was probably going 75 wow. 80 holy uh, shit yeah. Man. Dude, yeah you are yeah lucky, it was man it, it was very like i said i was very lucky i went i remember um standing up like my my shoes were off i don't know how that happened but um the g-forces man well, must be um well that happens it's that's not an unusual thing that happens a lot in really uh, in, in car accidents, especially the ones that are like higher speed, that people's shoes come off. And, um, you know, it's it's a weird phenomenon, but that's what happens. I remember our high school um, uh, was biology or chemistry teacher. I know for sure. Uh, Mr. Mays, um, mm-hmm. he was a EMT for a while before he, when he, I think it was in college or maybe before he started teaching, but he did that for a while. And that's one thing that he told us in high school. He's like, one of the things you don't know about, you never see in movies or TV or anything about that is when people are in uh, car wrecks that their shoes come off. Wow. And it's so bizarre. <laughs> wow. It's just so bizarre. It, it, and I remember, it's so bizarre. It's weird. I remember 20 plus years later. Wow, man. That's yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, when I was standing up, I was standing up the, the, the passenger window was on the ground. So I was standing up and I looked through the driver window. You understand what I'm saying? Like the roof was 
at my chest. Like, right. Like I was looking anyway. And I, wow. I, I remember pulling myself up, unbuckling, standing the passenger window. And then I already had my, uh, window on the driver's side. And another weird thing goes with, uh, the story. I, I remember seeing, or I remember hearing uh, a couple, they were kind of maybe in their mid forties, fifties, you know, yelling, are you all right? Are you all right? And I just like looking around, I don't remember what they looked like, mm-hmm. but I remember saying, do you need anything? And then someone else saying, Hey, keep his neck elevated. He could have broken his neck. Right. And so the lady was holding my neck and she's like, oh, do you need anything? And I was like, I could really use some water. And as they were trying to find water, I, you know, the, the, the term of, you know, like blacking out, like yeah. people black out. Yeah. Well, to me, it was different to me. Everything was getting brighter. Like, yeah, I don't know light, if that was me. a white out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was passing out or I don't know what was going on, Right. but I remember like everything was getting so bright. And then out of nowhere, I felt wet on my mouth and I started drinking it. And I mean like that, it was, I was awake. I, I was aware. I knew where I was. Yeah. Um, still don't remember what they looked like, but, um, the paramedics got there in shock. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Imagine uh, that was what was going on. That you were in shock, and that's concussed. may have been why you're whiting out and yeah, you, yeah concussed. And may have been why you, uh, you know, you don't remember a lot. Oh of man, going it, on. it was it was Your bizarre because yeah, it, it was like I remember like them having to because I went from the right side of the uh, the interstate all the way to the left side of the interstate. Wow. Like, yeah, like going, like I was going west. I landed on the eastbound. Wow. And uh, landing over there. And then I remember them having to direct traffic onto the shoulder. And I remember the paramedics getting there and they're holding my neck, you know, just like that lady was, you know, and I'm seeing people pass by and they could see me clear as day. And I remember seeing people like, Oh, you know, look at his face. You know, they were looking back and, uh, the paramedics said, you know, you doing okay. Uh, firefighters are going to be here. They're going to get the jaws of life. I go, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all right. And then I look into her sunglasses. I was like, Oh wait, no, from the, the look of your sunglasses, I look pretty banged up and she like flips. She's like, don't look at yourself. Don't look at yourself. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, cause they, yeah, yeah. it was, I, I, I mean, I wasn't reacting like, you know, yeah, freaking yeah, out. Yeah. I was trying to make a funny out of a really drastic right. and crazy right. situation. Right. Cause that's the kind of person that I am. Right. But, uh, wow. um, yeah, they got the jaws alive, which was pretty rad seeing and hearing the paramedics fight with the firefighters and then, uh, <laughs> and then getting, I remember getting on the ambulance and my mom calling and I told the paramedic don't answer the call and he did not listen. So yeah. that freaked my parents out. Right. And yeah. But going just, from there, you know, I, mean, yeah. I had no, I had no idea anything that I had. I didn't know my ear was messed up. I did. I just thought I had a massive headache, a migraine. Right. And right. then 
I came to, they said, yeah, you got staples in your head and you got 11 stitches behind your ear. And I had one, I don't know if you can see it. I had one right here, okay. one stitch. Anyway, on the but back yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's on the back of his, uh, was that your right hand or your left? Yeah, my right hand. Yeah. Yeah. My right. Damn. I'm just but, saying uh, that for our, our other listeners at home. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Wherever they're listening from. <laughs> Probably <laughs> at home during all of this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, like I said, the the oddity of having, you know, going from your daily life and then something, you know, insanely, you know, happening to, of course, it's life-changing. Yeah. But you start to remember, you know, little things about it. And you're like, that's not possible. That's not, you know, how could this be? Right. And like I said, to me, I don't question it because it's more at peace. It happened how it was supposed to happen. Right. And, you know, yeah, it was definitely a way to get, uh, you know, my, my ex wife, we were married for 12 years and she, <laughs> It was definitely a, a romantic, you know, thing because the next day I showed up. I was in a, a brave because I was going to see her graduate. My parents, my dad was like, well, what's another? I was only five hours away. Wait, He's like, so well, what's another five hours? You, they released you for the next day to go to her graduation? The next day. Wow. Yeah, yeah I believe Damn. so. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's pretty impressive, yeah. man. You think must I mean, really to be driving 70, 70, as fast as you were and, and not have more wrong with you. Right, and be as banged up as you sound and you're scribed, and Damn. being able to walk out the next day. That's, that's pretty yeah, impressive. It was, yeah. I believe that's how, yeah, I believe that's how it went, because it was that day, and then she drove five hours to come see me for like five minutes. And then she had, I mean, I was there overnight and then I re remember waking up the next morning and my parents were there. Like yeah. they drove 20 hours wow. all the way from, you know, Missouri. And yeah, it was the next day. Cause I was, I believe I wanted, cause after that, the following day was the actual graduation. Yeah. Wow. So dang man, like I said, it's a it's a weird life, man. Yeah, it is. It is a weird life. It is a weird life, man. But you know that also. Uh, what's interesting too is if you have perspective on things, you know, as you get older and you sort of like you see things unfold the way that they do. Like it's yeah. like it's like you said, man. Like there's a reason why that happened, you know, and whatever that reason mm -hmm. was is uh, that's that's on you to uh, figure out, you know, and make sure that you. Mm -hmm. You try to live in a way that is better than uh, than it was before. I guess I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, why do things happen to certain people? I I don't mm -hmm. know, you know. But it's uh, we're just we're glad you're here to talk about it, man. Yeah, for real. Yeah, you know, I'm just just trying to live, you know, just trying to do what I can. And yeah, when when like I said, when you go through that and you when you step out, step out of it yeah. and think about it, man, it's, it's good. It's gotta be a good feeling. Cause you know, something was looking out. Yeah, for I mean? sure. Yeah. I, I once got caught in a situation where I thought I was going to, 
I really thought like that whole saying about your life passing in front of your eyes like that happened to me I had a I had one of those moments oh, and I was I was it was a, a a blizzard and I had the smart idea I have no idea why but I had the smart idea of I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get on the interstate during a blizzard and I'm gonna drive for an hour for something and so I'm in my little truck and I'm on the freaking interstate and there's a semi in front of me and there's a semi behind me and the guy in front oh, man. the guy in front of me starts jackknifing. And so oh, I have gosh. to I have to start hitting my brakes. I look in my rearview mirror as I'm sliding, the guy behind me starts jackknifing. The semi behind me starts jackknifing. And I'm just like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna get sandwiched here. I'm gonna die. And for I don't know why, how, whatever, but the guy in front of me ended up like he he went over to the um to the left part of the median, you know, and he kind of like mm -hmm. he just railed up against the median, and then my truck kind of went kind of up the center, and the the truck behind me went off to the right off the shoulder of the road. Golly, man, that's insane. <laughs> and I've seriously because it, it took so long for it to unfold, I had too much time to think. You know, it was like. I'm going to fucking die here, man. You know? And then I sat mm -hmm. there. I remember like, I just sat there for a minute, uh, when I came to a, to a, a you know, a stop and I just, I, I'm looking around and I'm like, everybody's okay. You know? And I'm like, okay, I got to get the fuck home. I got to get the fuck home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, man, Gosh. crazy dude. Yeah, but that's man, just that's as close as I've come to that. <laughs> Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well it's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors oh man but, good shit man thank you anthony yeah Freaking great, hey, no problem um what else you got any man? um you got anything I mean, right now uh right now i kind of just i'm trying to think i mean i, I mean i've seen Dude, so let me ask you this, and we don't have to Hold put up. this in. We don't have to put this in, but I was thinking, I'm like, when you're talking about the ghost stuff from before, did you, were you, um, did you hook up with Tammy Wilson to do that stuff? Was she one of the people or no? Do you know Tammy? Yes. Okay. Yes. Was she one she, of the I think that was, she was the, she was a leader. She was the one in that. Okay. Um, uh, Is she still doing that, man? She's still. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I believe so. She, uh, her and her, her and my mom are the uh, are really good friends. They've been friends oh. since 
for years. Okay. And um, yeah, yeah. From what I understand, she still does. Uh, she doesn't do it often, but I know she still does tours. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah, because I thought about that. I was like, man, I wonder if he's talking about Tammy. You know. I yeah, and and I didn't like I said I, n- I never asked her to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of um, Right. But uh, she's she was the one that um I think she should come she on the, the show. <laughs> Man, you need to get yeah, yeah. you need to get her if yeah. you can. I know you got to get her because she yeah. sounds like she has seen hey, a lot. Put in a good word if you see her. You know, just say yeah. hey, my friends, they got a show. You know, definitely. She'll probably um she might even explain it better than I did the whole situation but yeah it definitely it would be great to uh to get her on because yeah man i know she's got some wild stories yeah yeah i've man i was thinking about doing that doing one of her tours a couple of years ago and it just never it never happened my wife is what she my wife wants to do that kind of stuff you know she's like Mm-hmm. she thinks she does anyway so <laughs> i keep like oh man we should do that with her and then there's that guth that place in guthrie you can go to right there's a is it the hotel or what is it that's yeah, haunted there hotel, hotel? There. yeah hotel. yeah well, there's a i think there's a lot of things oh yeah that they've got yeah uh, there's uh, guthrie's such a cool town man it really is, dude. Yeah. It shouldn't be, but it is. It is, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been in that big Masonic yeah. temple there? Yeah. Well, I haven't been I in it, but my dad no, sang in it. It's been years since I've been. I've, I've been there. I was in it. I got a tour. I got a special tour because my brother got a. Um, I know we went there, Barry. I know we went there with the school thing, but we also. Um, I know that, but I went with my dad and my brother. Um, because my brother got a scholarship from um, the Masons somehow, right? And uh, so part of that was being able to go to the uh, the temple and getting uh, this big um, tour. And uh, I remember, you know, going a few places that weren't on the public tour, um, but I can't remember what it was because I mean yeah. I wasn't paying as much attention as I would be now. Right. You know, because now I know yeah. that you wanna, they are there. You know, talk the about cabal a, yeah. the world. Right. Yeah, you want to talk about a weird story. My dad sang there, man. Yeah. He said it was super weird. That's pretty wild. Um, especially when you talk about Masonic temples and anything like that, that alone is, a, is just that's another odd. deal. That's yeah, a, fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, I've been... Okay, I have been to a uh, Freemason. Um, it was my ex-wife, her her uh, granddad. He was becoming a, a, a some something uh, another ranking right in there. Right. And at the time, I was or, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And at the time, I didn't know much about what was going on. I didn't even know it was kind of like how do you say a thing to where it's like, uh, this is kind of like a a sacred thing. Right. Yeah. So it was, Mm -hmm. it was my ex-wife. It was me. Um, my daughter at the time, uh, we didn't have our son yet. And then I think his son, which is, um, my, my ex-wife's, uh, stepdad Mm -hmm. and maybe one or two other people. And like they got up, you know, they sang, 
they sat down and, you know, they were talking about, you know, him and like after a while, like, you know, thinking about it. Yeah. I can see how people can be like, dude, that's, that's a no go. But to tell you the truth, the guy that they, uh, that was in, you know, the Freemasons, uh, her granddad, he is the most religious man I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like to see him go through something to, you know, like that and how, you know, it was kind of blame. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like anything like, Oh, you know, this is such a secret, you know, this is a secret society. You're not supposed to No, It was kind of lame. Like unless they're really hiding. Right. Certain well, shit. The right. thing of it is, um, they have different ceremonies. They have public ceremonies, and then they have their private ceremonies. And they do have these kind of ritualistic things that is part of it that is, you know, not. and, and I'm not trying to, you know, pump up any kind of uh, conspiracy theory or anything like that. I'm just saying <laughs> factually that mm-hmm. they have um, their private rituals that is, that and the reason that they have those is so that they have this secret organizational things so they have this uh private kind of things that are just theirs you know like they have a secret handshake and all this stuff and so it's something that is like um it's it's as being a member of that organization um that they go through and that they do these things to kind of like make sure to i don't know to belong you know you've right. got to yeah, do these it's, things it's a brotherhood it's an, an, kind of right. like an initiation thing it really is. yeah you my, know, you've got to do these things ceremonially out of respect for whatever you know we present them to have you know as honoring towards whether it's you know uh you know it you know the the wizard overlords that run everything, or you just you know the ancient builders of yeah. temples or whatever. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, and yeah. It's, so, I mean, it's something I'm gonna like. I had a a friend, um, uh, he's still living, so he's still a friend. Um, in uh, Texas, he is a very like selfless, very giving type of person him and his wife and they constantly i mean i've never i've never seen someone that is so dedicated to other people to helping uh-huh. mm-hmm. and uh one day i was over there i was hanging out and you know a guy came over his neighbor and him and his neighbor are real good buds and they always you know like i said help each other out well his neighbor is part of the the freemasons you know and he was asking, you know, he took him aside and I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Come to find out, you can only get invited uh, to become a member. Right. And he's like, yeah, he just asked me if I wanted to go to the, the meetings. And I was like, dude, are you going to do it? And he goes, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. You know, all I know it's a secret, secret thing. And. I honestly think he told me that what it is, is it's people look at this area. I don't know anywhere else, but in that area in Texas, it's, you know, the Freemasons over there, they, they, they seek people that love to help people. Um, right. You know, they have a lot of charities do to mm-hmm. like, you know, like I think one 
chapter over there donated so much money so kids could have a uh, for school and yeah. uh, and I mean that's great that's wonderful you know but it's it's such a it's so weird to like be that secretive you know what I mean well it's they are they're a civil service group they do a lot of charity and a lot of civil service and stuff like that like you said and uh, but the, the and part of the reason that they're so secretive is that um, at one point in time it was illegal to be a mason because they thought that the because of the the rituals and stuff that they had oh yeah 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 they thought that they were um, you know, un-American or you know, ungodly or whatever. But there was a time in there was a time in the in our United States history where it was um, it was basically illegal to to be a Mason, so or or and a member of any kind of secret society. Um, yeah. So and including like fraternities and sororities stuff like that like that was oh, wow. that's not that long ago. Some of that was not that long ago. Like the fraternities and sororities and stuff that was during the the fifties where all of them had to uh, publish at least to the and give to the United States government um, their their not their ceremonies or what they did for initiation and their charters and all this stuff that was secret that, you know, mm-hmm. that only members are supposed to know because of during the red scare, when they thought anybody and everybody could, you know, get sneezed on and become a communist or was right. a communist. Or if you saw, you know, uh, uh, if you had, if you went to a party at somebody who was, you know, whose cousin was a communist or something like that, they were just trying to root out anybody and, you know, blame anybody who had any kind of thing as a communist red. So yeah, so there's a lot of that that was, uh, you know, exposed during that time. But um, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, ultimately, I think it's just what, another yeah, group. right, and they and they raise money, and what they do is they they uh, they do good things for the community, you know. And I think at the lower levels, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty, you know. There's not a lot going on when it comes to nefarious acts, you know. But the you know, as you get up the chain, that the word is is that you know it just gets it gets uh, it gets weird. But you know, what are you gonna do? You know, those hey, yeah. as long as they're not uh, killing children and stuff, I don't give a shit. <laughs> raise all the money you want, you know. Take all your daggers. They could and, be Barry. They could be. Yeah. <laughs> There's no. Way, I mean, I, again, I don't want to. You know, uh, I, I'm not. I don't want to jump on the David I train here with conspiracy <laughs> and say that it's uh, the Masons and the yeah. Illuminati. Yeah. Well, if the you ever, stuff if that's fun to read to. stuff, but once you start oh, getting yeah. into like anti-zionist and yeah. say it's all the jews problem oh then gosh. you know that therefore that's when you, you've lost me i'm sorry that's just that's just, <laughs> that's yeah. just racism so whatever but yeah i <laughs> anyway. to me i think i don't know if you guys ever have you ever actually listened to the whole speech of um jfk uh you know about the the one that's asked not for what you yeah. you know right have mm-hmm. you actually heard the whole thing Man, I have if at some you, point, sure, but I have, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I haven't committed you, it to memory. If you check right. it out, if you yeah, right. If you check it out um, again, he talks about secret societies, and he talks mm-hmm. about you know all the stuff he wants to abolish, you know. And I don't know if it's this one in particular. I believe I got to look at it again. Yeah. He even talks about the model, you know, the monoliths. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That could be on the moon. So it's weird when you know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. 
But it's really interesting on some of the stuff that they come yeah. up with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I dip my toe into the conspiracy world just because oh, there's, yeah. there's, oh, there's, yeah. there's, there's enough that have been proven to be factual that there's yeah. always, there's always that chance. But yeah, I'm kind of like you, Adam, where it's like you get to a certain point with stuff. I could sit home all day and just like go down these rabbit holes. But yeah. am I like, what is it that I'm spending my time doing? I'm spending my time doing something that I have no control over. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, there's there's entertainment. Like what is, what there, is all that? There's yeah. entertainment value in in reading some of that stuff, but once it gets through a certain point of absurdity, and once it gets to you know because like I mean it gets to it gets to like it's a lot of it is to what end. You know, right, right. it's like a lot like we have taken a stance here on a, a controversial stance that the world is indeed not flat. It is round and it's a right. sphere right. Um, against the flat earth, flat earthers, right. conspiracy people. And in the main issue with that, beyond the, you know, the science and everything that we know and have known for millennia, right. thousands of years, you know, to what end is it? to fool the 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 world you know what to what end and what does it serve right what to do we convince people right. that there's a there we're on a ball as right. opposed to on a flat plane what does it do what you know what <laughs> service does right. it form how can you control what is it just oh we're going to control people's minds by telling them that the world is round and that space yeah. exists and all right. this stuff and right. it's like, what is more absurd? You know, the fact that you, that, you know, we're on a flat disc or that, you know, and we know that everything else is round or whatever, but you know, that this is, and this is something that has, you know, it's, it's not a new idea that the world is a globe or, or is a sphere. It's right. a spheroid. They figured, really. they figured this but, out you know, a long time ago, man. You know, and there you know, was, and, yeah. and there was people that you know didn't believe that the Earth was round back then. Just yeah. so there's, you know, it just it, it's just you just fall off. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but yeah, it's what. Off. But you know, that's the whole thing. Is like, what purpose does it serve that NASA? Because they always want to blame NASA and scientists, right? Right. right. Yeah. NASA and science don't all gather together and just laugh at everybody, right? You know, you know, in a collective, ha, 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 we've got them fooled once again. Yet another year. Way to go, NASA. Right. Right. Way to go, scientists. Right. It, there's no purpose to it. There's right. no. There really is. You know, right. I mean, it's, it's like if you could tell me a good reason why, except for that they're trying to, you know, fool us or control us through making us think that the world is round. I'm sorry, but I mean, it just, you know, beyond the fact that science, we know with science and science is a thing that does work. It's a tool that works. We know that the world is, is a spheroid. It's not even a globe round ball. It's spheroid. It's not, it's a regular yeah. shape. So. Yeah. 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 So anyway, if like, you're a flat earther, you know, more power to you, but you're way wrong. Well, the world, <laughs> the, the, the our universe is much more strange than anyone can imagine anyway. You know what I mean? And like yeah. sort of taking the cheap way out and saying that it's, you know, it's sort of whatever I, I want, you know, in my mind to comfort myself, whatever I think that that thing is, you know, it's flat because I can't think of anything you know, in a, in a, in the universe that would be round or be, you know, in, in our, uh, in the universe's case, you know, sort of, um, uh, 
not a form per se it's just a smattering of you know particles and debris and weird shit dark matter you know like that's weird shit to think about you know like i don't have yeah. enough time in my life to think about that so i'll just say fucking shit's flat you know what i mean that way i don't have yeah. to fucking yeah. worry about shit and everything's flat and yeah. you know uh yeah. i don't know some people, man, some people just, they go off and they, they, they enjoy, they go so deep and yeah. they enjoy that kind of, yeah. that, that kind of corruption because they want it so bad. They want, they want to be right. And that, they w- and exactly. Like, they want to be right. They want to have secret knowledge and be able to tell you that they've have the secret knowledge that you don't get, man, because right. you're just sheep. You're just sheep, man. You know, but I know, cause I've, so I watched 37 videos on YouTube, but yeah. you know, right. and it's like, and another thing that like that really gets me is the, the current thing is the Mandela effect. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with this? Have you heard about the Mandela effect? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I, I can, I can like, I know I'm, the, the actual story of the Mandela effect, like, okay, but I can understand why some people would be like, wait a minute. Is that really, you know what I mean? Like, um, it kind of happened to me, not with, go ahead. Basically, it's people misremembering or remembering things incorrectly that they weren't even alive for. Right. A lot of because there's a lot of people that are younger that are like in the twenty somethings that are really big into the Mandela effect, right. and they want to talk about how Mandela had, you know, that he had died in you know in prison that he never was released. Well, he was no, he was released. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Or the guy, you know, the Bernstein or, or Bears. Loops. It used to be the Bernstein Bears. I was spelled differently or whatever. Yeah. Fruit Loops was you know F, that took me. For it was. A world. It used right. to not be F. O O R T or whatever. Well, no. The reason that it's Fruit Loops like spelled like that is because you can fucking trademark F R O O T. You can't trademark <laughs> right. the regular word right. fruit. But it is fun. Yeah. But it is fun to sort of just bullshit about. You know what I mean? Just say I fucking it's remember fun. when fucking ramen noodles was fucking. You know. Ramen noodles yeah. spelled with a whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where's this top ramen come from? I remember yeah. ramen noodles. Right. There was yeah, only, yeah, yeah. And it's like, right. yeah, it's a fucking different brand. What the right. fuck? You know? Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's, so, it's people that just like, who, who think that they're super observant when mm-hmm. actually they're exposing themselves to be not, to yeah. be quite contrary, yeah. not right. observant because they don't, because they think that they know something that they remember and it's this, but it's no, it's actually you're wrong, Yeah. but you don't want to admit being wrong because you know, your memory is not faulty. Everyone else's right. is, right. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, and we talked about, you know, we talked about this recently when we were talking to Micah is, you know, the one of the least reliable things in existence and or on earth is, witness memories and stuff like that because people eyewitness can't memories. remember things yeah 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 people can't remember things correctly people yeah. construct things to fit into what they want to believe and you can see exactly. that all the time and that's why this mandela, mandela effect bullshit is just so laughable man yeah, yeah it's just like you're right i mean you when you're getting attacked by a bear you're not going to say oh it's it was six foot, you know, it was 10 foot tall. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna look at something and, it, you know, gonna see a bigger, better, 
yeah. story on it. Right. And so, your mind does that too. Like your mind definitely plays tricks and definitely, yep. you know, you, you, you think it is bigger when it actually could be smaller or you think it's smaller when it actually could be bigger. You for know? sure. For sure. I don't know. It, it definitely, uh, to me, like the idea of the Mandela effect, I mean, I, I get it because it's like, Oh man, I could have swore it was this, right. you know, um, there was one, uh, not the whole Shazam Kazam thing. That was silly. Um, yeah, that was just, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was something else that, I, that really got me. I think it was a few years back when I realized, um, Darth Vader didn't say, Luke, I am your father. He just said, I am your father. Right. Right. I believe. Yeah. Like that one really yeah. shook me because I was like, dude, I could have swore he said it. No, but it was that's because people because were saying it, but he said it like that. Right. It's yeah. exactly right. Exactly. And it's just like C-3PO, how they talk about C-3PO had, um, you know, like how it, oh, yeah, he, it was all gold and then they had a silver leg. Right. And then they changed it to where, you know, he had a silver leg. Well, People don't remember and people don't watch. And this is what, the, again, the observant stuff. And I remember this from being a little kid is that in the Empire Strikes Back, um, C3PO is dismantled. He's taken apart by yep. the Ugnaughts in Cloud City. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when they put him back together, because they go in and they just grab him all of his pieces, right? And then Chewie puts him back together. When he puts him back together, you know, I guess he just grabbed a silver leg of something and yeah. put it on. And that, and it was like that on the toy. And it was like that, oh, but it wasn't on the initial toy. They came out later with it with a silver leg because they had to do a different paint job. But there, from the leg, from the knee down, it was silver. I don't know factually in the real world why they changed it. If that was part of the story, or if that was some weird thing, but. Mm-hmm. You know, in the movie, that is what happened. And, you know, so that's why it happened in the It's not like he was always this and they changed it or whatever. Yeah, that's the explanation yeah. to why the character had the thing. So, that's anyway, so, that's, that's, so that's, my, that's my Uber nerd. We went out, deep there, man. We went deep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, that's man, just I a fucking, you, that's a tip of the iceberg. Man. Too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 it's all right. I, I have. It's great. Reasons to believe that, you know, spoiler alert, it's been out for a few years, so if you haven't seen this, um, it's your fault. But <laughs> I have reason to believe that Han Solo pushed the button to get uh, uh, Kylo Ren to kill him on that lightsaber. Oh, you think so? I think so. I, I mean, I'm not going to go into it. It's this whole ordeal, but it's just something I had been thinking mm-hmm. about when I first saw it. And I was like, man, I know, I know there's got to be a reason. One, probably because, you know, Harrison Ford wanted to stop being in this franchise. Well, but, I think, yeah, no, there's definitely he wanted to not be in it anymore beyond that. Yeah. I don't think that is in Han's character to do, though, even for yeah, his son. I mean, it, so Even, I think I think that it's it was just to show you the corruption, but that's also leads to the redemption of Kylo Ren because he had to make that ultimate 
you know, corruption. He had to make that ultimate thing because he didn't kill Luke, but he killed his father, right? Yeah. So then it's like, oh, no, he's irredeemable. He killed probably one of the most favorite characters in all of Star Wars, Han Solo, because he's also Indiana Jones. We know that. But, like, you know, you know, he killed him, so he can't be good ever again. And then, of course, they bring it around, and he turns it back you know it's just like vader you know yeah um, yeah i mean it, it is what it is but yeah trust me i know how i could go into a deep <laughs> deep rabbit hole on this stuff too man i awesome. I, I, I it's it's kind of like me and conspiracy theories it's good to you know check out read but then when you look back you're like okay that's enough right yeah 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 right you know, <laughs> it's interesting there's some there's always interesting seeds but you don't want to, you know, and you can, and following the roots, but just jumping in to, you know, in, in, and getting in on it, you know, that's, that's where it can get very dangerous. Oh um, yeah. Especially yeah. now, because there's a lot of people <laughs> that like, like with Holocaust deniers and, and stuff right. like oh, that, gosh. which is just, right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And I've heard, I've again, heard, we don't even go in. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> I, I, I've even heard, you know, crazy stuff around, you know, nine 11, that kind of stuff, and dude, oh, I, I yeah. just I can't entertain any of that. Like, I just can't. I know, I know that I yeah. know the majority of people know that stuff is out there, but it's like it's for me. It's like the Oklahoma City bombing, dude. I just can't entertain any of that shit because it's too close to home. I don't. Why do I yeah. need to know? I don't need to know, dude. I, all I know is that you know an atrocity happened. A lot of people are fucking dead. That's that's all I need mm-hmm. to know. You know. Yeah. Um. I. I. You yeah. know. You and could, you you could pay your respects. Right. Yeah. You could go down and never and never be any more clear than um than you were that day before. If anything, you're just more yeah. tied up in it, you know, and just like invested and it's gotta yeah. be true, man, you know. Yeah. All that stuff. I mean and, and that I mean you get to the whole Sandy Hook thing and yeah. yeah. I mean you've gotta you I mean not not to get into it because it's pretty bizarre what people think, but like yeah. um I mean that's that's people that's those are families those were you right. know mothers those are brothers or mm-hmm. sisters you know what i mean it's right. real like children right exactly you know i yeah. mean yeah from 9-11 to the yeah. you know uh sandy hook but yeah, yeah. man i i'm not into all that i'm yeah. i i'm like dude this happened i mean yeah it's such a weird thing that they people keep digging little things right and seeing something that they think is a huge thing when it's not really. And yeah, you try to, you know, you, you try to really tune into what you got going on in front of you, but sometimes there's always that one thing that you're like, man, what is that? Yeah. Oh, for you sure. Know, but yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard and, you know, I've, I've known a few people that are, you know, like they're, they're diagnosed, they're, they're paranoid schizophrenic, you know right. what I mean? Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, there has to be a little secret to their sauce. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how, well, how do you get there? The thing, I'll tell you how, how it happens. Our brain chemistry is such a delicate balance at all times. Yeah. I mean, and, and like, you know, like 
we know this because you can see when people, you know, with are dealing with just the mildest forms of off balance with like depression and, you know, or mania, you know, but then you hype it up where it gets to where it's not perceiving reality correctly. It's the filters are not working and it's being delusional and you're getting into the paranoia and the schizophrenia mm-hmm. and all those kind of other, th- those other kind of things. Um, you know, and that's stuff that could, that's just chemicals all weird and brain parts cross-wired and all of that stuff. It's just like, you know, they're not getting the right information. The information that they're getting is not being perceived, you know, in the the correct way, in the average way, in the normal way. And so they're seeing things in a different manner. And and, And we talked about, like, we talked about this with Philip K. Dick when we talked to Micah, um, you know, there is, there's just something happens and it could be biological. It could be where it's something where, you know, they've influenced themselves with, you know, the substances or other chemicals, you know, can, and, and like, you know, drugs or hallucinogens or anything, you know, and it could be any number of things that right. throws people off. Um, it's usually a bio, there's usually a, a big biological component, you know, yeah. um, that's the stuff that's really sad when, you know, it's, when it's, when it's happens and they can't do anything about it. But, yeah. you know, when people, when people fuck their own brains up, you know, yeah, well, people so- who are smart and, and have potential and they fucking do that to themselves. It's really tragic. It's really sad. Yeah. Yep. I think, so, I think, yeah, there's been some, some, uh, a lot of great musicians and other folks that have done yep. that, and it's uh, yeah because you're, you're because the brain chemistry is already set in a, in a in a way, but then you know you add a chemical on top of that, and it's like ooh, the two don't mix, man. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But, and when you have so much, when you're trying to make so much like you know the good feeling chemicals like yep. the serotonin, or whatever, you can get to where you know you can't get that where it doesn't Refilled. work as good as it right. does and, mm-hmm. and and then you can't get it to replenish itself in a good way and then so you you know you're burning yourself out on that natural thing by filling it with you know getting it to try to hype it up with the artificial thing so yeah, yeah right yeah <laughs> it's just you know that's the tragedy and that's kind of, a lot of people do it man you know i mean shit mm-hmm. yeah you kind of just you know you feel for those people you know what i mean you feel for those yeah you want to be there. You want to, you know, do as much as you can. But ultimately, it's really up to them and how they perceive. It's, right. it's, it's sad. I've heard a lot of sad stories on stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, it's just getting worse, you yeah. know. Yep. But yeah. it seems like yeah. it. It always seems like it. But it always seems like I think every um, generation, I think everybody always says, well, these are the worst times and this is, yeah. you know, things are used to be so much better and now it's worse. And I think it's just, as you age, you realize that um, the world is not as sunny and bright as it was yeah. when you were a kid. And, and, because and, you're being... and, yeah, and we have a host of problems that are, that are new to the human race, dude. Like, you yeah. know, living in There's modern tr- society is... is our brains and our bodies don't know what to do with themselves. You know, we're built to work and we're built to do these things and be, you know, mobile and we're finding ourselves not, yeah. And we're finding ourselves not having to, you know, have to 
to do the things that our ancestors did, yeah. and that really throws a wrench in things. Or even man. our grandparents, did. right? Even our grandparents. Oh, the world we live in compared to our grandparents is just night and day. You have to admit, though, from let's say 1998 to right now, technology has just oh, it's boomed. I mean, well, it is just boomed. Well, even I mean, here's the thing: even beyond that. Because that's a short amount of time, exactly. but on a grand scale of things, going from, say, what is it? When did the Wright brothers have their flight? Was that 1905 to, yeah. to yeah. now? Look at the right? Industrial Revolution. Like, the Industrial Revolution mm-hmm. is what really fucking kicked it off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, to not even, you know, with the, I mean, that's even including the Industrial Revolution, which goes back further. That's 200 250 years that is you know uh, on the grand scheme of things yeah, on our, or on our planet yeah. on our planet yeah. it's a minute it's a second right in the great in the universe it's a it's a it's not even a, right. a microsoft it's not even i blink it's mm-hmm. just nothing yeah so i mean yeah you're right amazing. you're right yeah, I mean, to go from to go from what was started to now i mean yeah. Golly, just to, I don't know. It's, it's it's bizarre. I mean, I remember sitting in history class at Emerson in Enid, my junior high, and my history teacher saying 1998 was the best technological year that has been made so far. And I remember sitting thinking, I'm like, okay, whatever. But then as getting old, I couldn't see why. I mean, Check this out. I mean, I don't know if we're still recording or not. Yeah. But um, let's see. Let's kind of see if I can flip it. Yeah. Yeah, Check there you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. 1985 right there. there you know you what I mean? Wow. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. from that, you know, I don't have um, any. Uh, that's. I, I have a PC, but it's like. But anyway, uh, it. it to go from that to to what we're on right now, or at least yeah. what I'm on, yeah, the mobile phone. I mean, yeah. Geez, oh yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. The mobile phone is, man. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever when you you said when you were a junior in high school, I don't, what year was that? Ninety. <sighs> Had to been. Seventh, eighth, well, two thousand. Okay, right. So you were you were a junior in two thousand. Barry and I were a junior in um, ninety two, ninety three. That was our junior year. The computers that we had barely had oh, dog shit. I mean, yeah, they were just they were like two generations from that one that you had there. I mean, oh, we we had just like. We had just gotten. Um, we we still we had we had the floppy and we had a three quarter inch disk. Mm-hmm. You know, we and that's where you stored your data. We did not have CD ROM yet. That was very soon, <laughs> but that wasn't there. Um, yeah. All the computers at our high school were the green screen type. They didn't have color monitors. We yeah. had one or maybe DOS two computers commands. at our high school that had, yeah, they were, everything was DOS. Um, we had one or two computers at our high school that had color, and they were both owned 
by um, uh, one of our teachers, Dr. Johnson, and um, because he bought them personally because he used them That's for uh, the for publishing <laughs> the high school so newspaper so we could do layouts yeah. on them. And they were so advanced because they had right. to publish it too. Publish it too. So, like, you know, this is still like – I think this was still pre-Windows. Right. Okay? Yeah, it would have been. this was like... I had a Commodore 64, and that was... Mm -hmm. Yep, there wasn't I remember the first time getting on the internet. Me too. I I don't. I don't remember it. I don't remember it, I went to the library, and I saw a kid that we went to school with, Barry Michael Keelan, on there. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? He's like, I'm on the internet. I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I'm sitting here in this in this chat room, and I'm talking to people from all over the world." It's like a it was like yeah. legitimately like an early commercial for the internet. I'm yeah. talking to people, <laughs> right, world. right. Like, what's and I'm the like, internet? Wow, dude. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You can get." I was like, "How do you do that?" He's like, "Well, you get on here and you just put your name in, your make up a name, and you know you do all this stuff, and you just type, and you just blah blah blah." And it's like, "Wow!" And so I got on there, you know, and I was doing that, and I did that a couple of times. I was like, "Wow, that was really neat." And then, boom! All of a sudden, like America Online was everywhere. Yeah. Oh and then, my gosh, dude. And AOL. I remember. I remember by. <laughs> Sophomore year of college uh, at Southwestern, I had an apartment and I got this uh, computer. And again, it was not a fancy computer at all. It had a like this giant box and it had like you know like a fifty pound monitor. Yeah, fuck and yeah. Um, you know hardly any kind any yeah. hardly any kind of memory. Yeah, and uh, I would get um, I got American uh, online. Um, the free yeah. install disc, yeah. and I installed it, and I got on, you know, some chat rooms in my uh, my apartment there, and um, <laughs> I had to plug it in my phone line because it was all dial up, yeah. dude. Like, I, my phone, yeah, my phone, <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. And I and I my phone line got disconnected because I didn't have enough money to pay for it and pay for all the America online. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. Oh man! Uh, was it AOL Netgear? I think it was. Yeah, Netgear was in right. Netgear was sending stuff in the mail, and then AOL started sending stuff in the mail. Jeez, man! Oh man! It's crazy. I'm I'm enjoying it because it's something that you know. I mean, even you know, I guess our generation, even though you guys are a little older than I am, like. Well, you're we're a millennial. Not. You're a millennial. You're an early millennial, but you are a millennial, and we're yeah. we're tail into Gen X. Yep. is what we are. Oh, okay. We're yeah. actually, well, I mean, close in age, but we're also like technically even where Barry and I are at. We're in a, a smaller sub generation between X and millennials. There's this really yeah, small group. Year, that, yeah, that's a couple, a couple yeah. of years because. Because we grew up, we had analog childhoods, but then we had digital uh, teens and and in our to our twenties. So, right. mm-hmm. yeah, that analog was just starting to get big, or going from analog. I remember when um, I remember where I was at, what I was doing when the. Uh, TV stations 
went from analog to digital. You know, like the yeah. the the antennas. Yeah. I remember exactly because I was working overnight at this dumb place, and in the oil field, and I was watching in black and white, freaking. I think it was like I Love Lucy on this old TV. And then I remember the night it switched because it went from that to snow. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it couldn't. It, it was done. They, you know, they, they're done with analog. So they, right. they switched it. And I was like, well, here goes that. That's crazy. Well, you know, they technically still got to do um, that. They, they made it where shortly after that, where they, you have to do um, the old school type so that it's mm. not all digital. Um, you can, so you have still have a, a, a UHF VHF type uh, signal. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Just in case something happens to the digital feed or whatever. But yeah, there's right. still uh, the backup, so that you can still go. So you know, yeah, and just like radio, you know, right. you can have digital radio, but you can also have it over the airwaves so that you can still receive it right. for free. Do you think? Do you think AM will ever go away? Mm. Well, see, here's the thing. It's like AM is bigger in other parts of the world than it is in the States. And AM is a stronger, um, more, AM AM is a better, AM is better for certain types of things and it can go for longer distances, but it is a lower, if I remember correctly, it's lower quality and it's lower atmosphere. So, like, it has to really be directed, whereas FM can be, like, broadcast more um, out and can be, like, um, clearer, but you have to have a better receiver. You can receive AM better on a more crude device. I don't know. Yeah. Again, I'm trying to pull up memories from Mr. Bates' class. Do you remember remember Jim Lemon, my my next-door neighbor? He had a yeah. short shortwave radio, man, and fucking mm-hmm. we get on that thing, and it was like, God, this was nineteen eighty three, probably four, mm-hmm. something like that, and we would listen to like French radio stations, dude, and we were yeah. like, Oh my god, listen to that, man! They're talking That's in a crazy. different language, you know? It was like that was the first time I I can remember having any interaction with something across the world, you know? Yeah, looking back, and yeah. That- that's a rare thing, too. Yeah. I mean, it's a rare thing. CB radio was my first, like, Remember, chat room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, like, I, to me, being on a CB radio with a bunch of my buds and talking to people from, like, wherever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, to me, was like, this isn't supposed to happen. I'm not right. supposed to talk to it's you. exciting, yeah. You know? Right. But, yeah. Crazy. And then that, then chat room. Right. But anyway, guys, I got to right, brother. I got to call my Cool, man. Yeah, no problem, thank you, dude. dude. Thanks for coming yeah, on, man. bro. Yeah, thank you guys again <laughs> and yeah, just we'll whittle that down to something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey Barry. Yeah. Have you ever seen have you ever seen a goat sucker? What? Goat sucker. Chupacabra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Have you ever seen one of those? I haven't seen one personally, but I've heard about them. Yeah, me too. If anybody's got a goat sucking story, wait, if you got a goat sucker story, we want to hear it. If you got a Bigfoot story, we want to hear it. If you got a Loch Ness Monster story, or a Lake Champlain story, or Ogo Pogo story, or uh, an Oingo Boingo story, wait, that, that was an 80s band. Anyway, you got a weird cryptid story, we want to hear it. I didn't even know what a cryptid was, man. Yeah, dude, cryptids. They're like uh, the animals that haven't been necessarily proven by science. They're the ones on the edge. You know, they're not necessarily known animals, but they're known animals. We don't have the bodies or anything like that. So they're kind of like half myth, half story based in reality, but still in that weird mystery area that we don't know about yet. Cryptids are fun. Well, Anthony, you brought it this time you did you did you did yourself right my friend <laughs> yeah. he did a great job last time he really he did, did too man you know? I, I think he did a great job both times honestly yeah really so. but great stuff man great stuff and uh man i i keep thinking about the uh, the car wreck that he was in he talked about yeah i know what that feels like in a way when you're going through a traumatic situation and you feel the hand of fate or god or relative or whatever um it's very powerful um and i it resonates with me and it was it, I, I appreciate him sharing that story because i know it was yeah. you know something close to his heart you know yeah yeah and just the fact that he the surviving a wreck alone yeah with as little damage happened to him as it did yes it was was amazing yeah but you know, but having that kind of like calm because he felt whatever the, the presence, right? Um, you know, with him, that's wild, dude. Yeah. I mean, I guess you know it's. I'll you know this is something that happened to me just the other day, and um, yeah, I don't. It, I don't know if it's like it's. It's not anywhere near as gravity of the moment, but it's just something that made me think, you know, about a bigger thing and about, you know, connections and stuff like that. But I was driving and um, it was in a country road and there was a it was two kind of two lane, you know, one on each side. And uh, I had to kind of move over to pass this other car that's coming towards me. And there was a spot to where my car hit and it kind of just jerked one, you know, kind of like the wheels went, you know, off in a direction and I, I would have went, I would have veered into this car or veered into the ditch. I can't remember right. which, but like in that instant, without thinking, my left hand just like, you know, like I've got my right hand on the wheel and um, my left hand is, you know, it's like a, it's at, it's at nine, you know, right. maybe about 845 right. and my right hand is about, um, it's about two. You know, right? Maybe, maybe closer to three. But my left hand just like grabs it and just holds it straight to where it doesn't. I don't lose control, right? And I'm just like, I'm not even conscious of. It. I'm not even aware of it. And like, to me, it's just like the immediate thought after I m- recognized what happened was like that's that was Jerry. That was my dad. Right. That was something there where 
that was something that he would have you know done that he maybe that i don't know i don't know but to me that's what it was wow and in that moment that's what i thought and that's what i recognized in that and it's just like isn't that strange man that that's the first thing that came to your mind out of everything that could come to your mind in that minute that's the one thing right yeah yeah that's just because like i felt like you know I felt like I felt this like strength and confidence and assuredness and no and just knew instinctively what to do and those are things that I you know as always ascribe to my dad as yeah, having you know right because you know my dad was you know my dad was Superman to me you yeah, know right and um, yes and that's just it's immediately what I think and I don't you know I don't I never really think like that I don't really. Do that, but that was just it. That was yeah. what I went to. So that's, yeah, that's man. well. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean, man. Because like that, that those things that happen, you can't explain that to people. People are either they either understand it because they've had something like that happen, or they can't. Yeah. And somebody that can't understand that, you can't explain it to them in a way that it makes yeah. sense. It yeah. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I've t- I told the story before about when my grandmother passed. It doesn't make any sense. You know, it. it the only thing that I could say is it happened. You know, and it, and it, it was an out of body experience, and um, and it was the thing that just it it just had a hold of me for a, a, a while, and uh, mm-hmm. and I can't. I don't know what it is. You know, I, I was it a visitation from my grandmother? I don't know. I'm not sure, right. but it sure felt like one. You know, um. I don't discount it, and you know you have those feelings. You you know in in your life you you feel like you for whatever reason just out of the blue you'll think of someone that right. you know has passed or something. Yeah. Maybe it's something that they used to say to you. Like I tell my kids all the time. Like I harp on the same shit over and over and over and over again because when I'm dead, I want them to have the voice of their father. Right. In their head saying, right. you can do this, you know, or, you know, pick yourself up or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things that you well, that's get, your, you know, that's your, that's, that's your job as a dad to do yeah, and still, it, yeah. especially, you know, especially your boys, but you know, yes, but, um, yeah. And it, know, and it is, yeah. So, but it's not, um, I relate to what you say, man. I get it, yeah. dude. I get it. And 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 Anthony, so, you know, obviously he he had that same kind of a thing, you know, and uh, and it's just cool, you know. It's just it's, yeah. it's it's neat to hear these stories, man. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, of course, you know, the story of the finally somebody's talking about light as a feather, stiff as a board, right? You know, yep. although you know, he didn't do it directly, uh, you know, or you know how how it related to that story, yeah. Um, you know, and again, it was girls that did it in according to the legend, and they go out there and they record it, and you know, it's analog videotape. Yep. You know, and um, it, they get voices, dude. Right. That's so oh. crazy. I, I I wish that he could find that. I wish that he could yeah. find that tape because I would love, yeah. I'd love to check that out, man. It's crazy. And then you know, of course, the conversation, like we said, we just go in so many different directions. And that's what's fun is that you know you get people on, man. People are smart. People are plugged in, man. And and um, and I think that's one great thing about we live in this time when we have we can educate ourselves on so many different things in this life, and it's fun to talk with people that are interested in that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. Great, great, great job, Anthony. Thank you for for uh, telling us and sharing once again. And you know, you're always welcome back. Everybody who comes on the show is welcome back. Everybody who's listening is welcome to come and chat with us and tell us stories. And you know. We we always say this. We let weird cover a lot of ground. You know, it's you know we get a lot of supernatural. We get a lot of paranormal. You know, we get some uh, cryptid stuff, some Bigfoots. You know, we get some UFOs. Um, you know, we get the ghosts. We get all that stuff. And then sometimes we get these these crazy experiences, weird experiences that are outside of the normal, that are just epic stories. Yeah. And just, you know, and hilarious and just wild. And that is what we have for you next week when uh, we are joined by, uh, not only are we joined by our resident Bigfoot expert, special correspondent, and voice of the listener, Jeff Hubbard. But we are also joined by Jeff and mine's college buddy, Sam, and... Sam could have a podcast of his own with everything that he's done in his life. That's right. And we are going to have a ton of Sam stories for you guys because they are all just hilarious and crazy and wild. And this one kind of reminds me of um, Vinny's uh, crazy night story. Yeah. And, um, you know, and some some of the stuff that we've you know like uh, our like our crown our clown friends so it's just crazy right. adventures that people just find themselves in by living these just this is just their life yeah. weird shit happens <laughs> and sam's got a great story about being in korea going to japan trying to get back into korea to get <laughs> for his job and it's a two-day affair, but you will live it with him, man. Yeah, yeah, you it's will great. Live it. it's, it's great. It's a great story. It's a there's, a there's a lot lot of risks being taken, especially in those countries. Uh, there's drugs in there's, general, but especially in those countries. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there's a lot of alcohol abuse. It's fun. It's just fun. Other substances man. may yes. have been ingested. Yes. So, um, yeah, great stuff, man. Yeah, looking yeah, forward. Yeah, so, looking forward to that. That will be a blast. So everybody, join us next week. We will hopefully, you know, we're all going to make it through this. And there's no hopeful to that. We are absolutely going to make it through this. And so just be vigilant and stay inside when you you can, as much as you can. Do all the things. Be kind to each other. Be considerate and think about each other. Let's bring everybody, you know, bring our, our world together in a better level than we've, you know, gone into this with. That's right. And um, just in the meantime, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading, spreading the, the word, word about the podcast. podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.